Hello, everyone, and welcome to this Vetfolio Voice podcast, sponsored in part by Beringer Ingelheim Animal Health. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Grant Beckett to discuss canine and feline diabetes, as well as some exciting updates with regard to prozinc insulin. Dr. Beckett earned his veterinary science degree from the University of Pretoria in South Africa and is a member of the Royal College of Veterinary Surgeons. Dr. Beckett practiced as a small animal general practitioner for five years, as well as managing an emergency hospital. He began his career in veterinary industry in 1997 and went on to earn a postgraduate degree in business management in 1998. His industry career has included positions with companies such as Monsanto and Fort Dodge before joining Beringer Ingelheim in 2009. He was recently promoted to the role of technical marketing, senior associate director in the pet segment. Welcome, Dr. Beckett. Thank you very much. It's, uh, it's good speaking with you, and thank you very much for, for having me on. All right. First question, how common is diabetes in our pets, and are there differences that we should know about between cats and dogs? It's uh, probably first well worth noting that diabetes is the most common of the endocrine diseases in both of these species. And interestingly enough, it's three times more common in cats uh, than it is in dogs. The good thing is that we do have some pretty robust data uh, which would indicate that uh, in the U.S. specifically, um, there are about uh, 57 cases per 10,000 uh, of cats under care that had diabetes back in 06. And then 10 years later, these data were measured again and it increased to almost 68. So that's about an 18% increase in that species over 10 years. For dogs, the lum- number is a little more dramatic. Uh, It was about 13 cases per 10,000 dogs under care back in 06. And by 2015, that number um, was up to 24, so an 80% increase. So the prevalence is increasing in both species. What are some of the signs and symptoms that clinics and pet owners need to be aware of? Yes, it's all about the the symptoms. If if the owners aren't picking up on the symptoms, then they're not going to alert Uh, the clinic that there may be a potential problem. The really good thing with both species is the symptoms are very similar in how they present. And uh, we have an acronym in veterinary medicine, P-U-P-D. And I'll explain there, that stands for polyuria polydipsia. So that would be the, the first symptom that a pet owner would see and might alert them to wanting to contact uh, the clinic. Polyuria simply means that uh, the cat is spending more time in the, in the litter box. Uh, or the dog is wanting to go outside more frequently to urinate. And with the additional urination comes additional thirst. So they're spending a lot more time at the water bowl, taking in water. And these symptoms are all related to the increasing glucose levels associated with diabetes mellitus. The other big symptom that uh, owners may see would be something called polyphagia, which is just a big name for wanting to eat a lot or having a big appetite. So that makes complete sense with this disease. The animal is, um, has got food in its bloodstream, but, but there's no insulin. So it's not getting into the cells. The glucose is not getting where it's needing to go. And so these animals are hungry all the time, always wanting to eat. So PUPD and polyphagia, those are the big symptoms. 
Absolutely. I mean, many times my notes read the description PUPDPP, polyuria, polydipsia, polyphagia when I'm describing diabetic patients. So, of course, when we're presented with these patients, we want to get them started on treatment right away. Are there any advances in treatment options that we should be aware of when we're formulating a plan for these guys? So, it, it's probably worth noting that, of course, diabetes is complex in the sense that there's so many moving parts. And it's interesting that you specifically asked me about treatment uh, because, especially when you look at, at dogs, Treatment really centers around the need for insulin, for the hormone insulin. Uh, these uh, uh, dogs are essentially deficient in insulin. They're, the pancreas is no longer able to, to produce it. So it's somewhat similar to uh, what we see as type 1 diabetes in, in human beings. Um, and so as far as treatment is concerned, it's essential that these dogs are getting um, a source of, of external of insulin that's, that's provided. Um, as far as advances, uh, it's been fairly quiet for a long time, especially if you look at the FDA-approved products. There's certainly a lot of insulin products out there for other species, mostly humans. Um, but Prozinc was licensed for the use in dogs in uh, 2019. And so this would be an advance uh, to your question of an additional option that's, that's out there. Prozinc, of course, is protamine zinc recombinant human insulin. Uh, made by Beringer Ingelheim, and um, it's very interesting in that it it demonstrates a very clear extended duration of action. So what that means is that the insulin, after being administered, is more available inside the pet's bloodstream for a longer period of time. In fact, data would show uh, it's uh, greater than 18 hours to greater than 24 hours. So with this extended duration of action. This is truly a, an advancement, you know, to answer your question, because this allows veterinarians to give an insulin to their canine patients where the majority of these diabetic dogs are only going to require once a day administration of, of Prozinc, of an insulin product. So we definitely see that as an advancement uh, in, in options that veterinarians have to now take care of their diabetic uh, canine patients. Wow, that, that's a huge advantage. And I mean, of course, it doesn't eliminate the concern, but it certainly lessens the worry about missed doses or inappropriate spacing between doses and things like that. I understand there have been some changes in the ProZinc products that are available. Can you tell us a little bit about those? So if you go back, uh, I'll start off by saying if you go back to 2009, uh, ProZinc was launched with a label indication for um the control of uh, signs associated with uh, hyperglycemia and diabetes mellitus in cats. Uh, and so that presentation has been available for over 10 years in a 10 ml uh, vial. And so that would be 40 international units per ml. With this approval for our canine indication, it necessitated um, an additional presentation, uh, certainly to cater to uh, canine patients that may very well be uh, significantly bigger than cats. So with that, we have a 20 uh, ml presentation, same dose concentration, 40 international units per ml, but that uh, allows the veterinarian to choose between two presentations depending on the needs of the patient. Oh, 
fantastic. I mean, most owners tend to appreciate fewer trips to the vet's office to pick up their pet's medication. So aside from the obvious benefits of being able to send a larger volume home at a time, can you touch on the benefits of this presentation of prosing to pet owners and veterinarians? Great questions. And that's certainly what uh, we spent a lot of time wanting to make sure that, that veterinarians understand and also provide uh, that information to, to pet owners who may have a dog that uh, suddenly presents with diabetes mellitus. Um, I would like to start by maybe giving you a little context. Um, there are fairly good data which would show that about 10% of all pets are actually euthanized at the time of a diabetes diagnosis. And um, a further 10% of of dogs are then euthanized within the first year following diagnosis. So as you can see, there's um, a big component to to diabetes in, in, in dogs and cats too, is that many of these animals don't get the benefit of even being treated. And I think it speaks to the huge commitment that um, is then borne out by, by the pet owner, because they're suddenly confronted with not only having to manage this complex disease. Uh, there's, of course, costs associated with that, visits back and forward to the clinic. There's probably diet changes, monitoring techniques, giving the insulin, of course. And so when you think out about what um, the pet owner is confronted with, again, another study has shown that almost two-thirds of the owners of diabetic uh, dogs and cats um, have cited inconvenience of compliance uh, with these daily injections as, as a big reason for, for wanting to decline treatment. Um, an additional study has also shown that many owners, uh, especially of diabetic dogs, feels that, uh, or feel that the treatment of these uh, diabetic patients really restricts their activities, affects their working life, affects their home life. So there's a huge... Um, personal lifestyle component that I don't think we can underestimate uh, what, that, what that impact is. So I think for the veterinarian, once a day for most dogs in terms of insulin administration really gives them an opportunity to bring something to the conversation, something that they probably haven't been able to really talk about uh, to, to a large extent uh, in, in the past. When a veterinarian is thinking about selecting an insulin, um, there's many considerations, including whether it's FDA approved for the use in dogs, um, is it specifically designed and made for dogs, but, but also is this incident of a sufficient duration of action that I can integrate it into an overall uh, diabetes management plan. And so if we can give the veterinarian um, an incident that provides uh, once a day administration for most patients that will reliably uh, regulate blood glucose, control those clinical signs. There's a huge benefit, uh, certainly for the pet owner, less injections for the dog, you didn't mention the dog, um, and certainly for the clinic, um, just a really um, good way for them to add a new dimension to, to an already complex conversation. Yes, absolutely. I mean, the more options, the better when it comes to discussing diabetes treatment options for owners. Of course, insulin is a must-have in diabetic patients. And aside from one's daily dosing, what are some of the other advantages of prosing specifically? 
Prozinc is FDA approved um, for use in dogs. So what does that mean? That means that uh, we had to do our due diligence in rigorously testing this insulin product and demonstrating that to the agency uh, FDA. And that, that testing, of course, encompasses two main components, safety and, and efficacy. And we were able to do this in the largest ever to date uh, study here in the US looking at an insulin treatment in dogs. So we had over 200 dogs enrolled uh, in the study. And we were able to enroll both uh, naive diabetics as well as those that had been previously treated uh, with another insulin product. So that's sort of the backdrop. Um, as I mentioned earlier as well, in canine diabetes, insulin is a have to have. Uh, there's no, no getting around that. So what does Prozinc bring to, to the um, equation? So firstly, um, it has a unique protein zinc matrix, uh, which of course is combined with uh, a human recombinant insulin. So it's not sourced from, from animal product. And what does that mean? What does protein zinc actually do as far as helping the, um, the clinical signs and the disease? So first and foremost, once it's administered, uh, a small amount of active insulin is released into the bloodstream uh, over that long extended duration that I was speaking about earlier. So insulin is available to take care of the glucose irrespective of what the blood glucose level um, looks like. So in the case of Prozinc, for example, a pet owner might administer Prozinc first thing in the morning uh, alongside with a meal. And then during the course of the day, Prozinc goes to work. In the evening time, no need for that second injection, but the dog will take a second meal. As the glucose then starts to rise in the bloodstream, uh, Prozinc is then available. Insulin is available to bring that blood glucose back down uh, into appropriate levels. So it's uh, taking care of high blood glucose and resolving those all-important clinical signs. And that's what's important to the owner, that, that urination, the drinking, the thirst, uh, the excessive appetite. Um, and our study um, was very successful. We were able to show improvement in uh, about 62% of the dogs uh, by day 14. And by the end of the efficacy part of the study, 87% um, of the dogs had showed improvement. And just to highlight again those two symptoms, PUPD, we had 90 and 88% respectively control of our treatment population. And one other small metric, which is worth noting, of course, is quality of life. So often we talk about clinical measures, but I think for pet owners, quality of life is equally important, not just for their beloved dog, but also for the folks that, that live with them and take care of them. And um, our quality of life measures uh, in our study showed an 83% success rate. So we were very pleased that not only does Prozinc do what it says it does, but it does it for the huge majority of patients um, that are given the benefit of this insulin. Is there an additional size syringe available for this insulin? Yes, good question. Um, I had mentioned, of course, we have the two presentations, the 10 ml and the 20 ml. For those that might be familiar with using the 10 ml historically, uh, the syringe was uh, 0.33 cc. So that allowed um, 
the person who was drawing up the insulin, administering it, ensuring that we got the exact dose, precision dosing was really, really important. You certainly don't want to over or underdose. Now that we have the larger presentation, the 20 ml, we've also um, uh, brought out a one cc syringe. So it's a larger cc syringe to match the larger volume with a larger patient, just to make sure that each patient um, gets the appropriate dose. So as I said, dosing, very, very important. And so we have those two presentations in dosing size as well. Well, Dr. Beckett, we truly appreciate you joining us today. And thank you for all of this fantastic information. Um, If I could just ask you one last question, can you discuss some of the resources that Beringer Ingelheim has made available to help pet owners with home care um, and then also uh, to help veterinarians and technicians? Excellent question. I I would say that one of the things that we realized early on was uh, we are, of course, very happy to bring an, ex- an exciting insulin option to the equation. But we quickly realized that, that diabetes is very complex. And so we wanted to ensure that we provided some additional resources that can really help those, uh, that target audience that you, that you just referenced. So a couple of things that worth mentioning. Firstly, we have um, care kits that come and are available uh, alongside our ProZinc insulin. So what does a care kit have? It comes with 100 syringes appropriate to the size of the vial, uh, as well as a waste disposal unit. So that means the, the um, pet owners do not have to worry about needles and syringes lying around. They can just quickly dispose of it uh, in this actual kit. Additionally, we have some uh, uh, custom-made information brochures for pet owners uh, that speak to both canine and feline diabetes, so good information about the disease and managing the disease. We have an outstanding online resource at uh, prozinc.us. And one of the things I'd like to specifically call out on the website is a video series called You Can Do This. And it's aimed, of course, at pet owners and specifically has step-by-step videos where a veterinarian will walk the owner through taking care of insulin, uh, how to draw up an appropriate insulin dose, and of course, the all-important administration to both a dog or, or, a, or a cat. Uh, we also have a home diary and uh, some reminder magnets, which will help the family uh, to track uh, all components of, of the uh, diabetes management at home. As far as veterinarians and techs are concerned, um, two important things I'd like to uh, alert you to. Firstly, we have a treatment guide. Uh, we believe that now, we, now that we have brought um, this once-a-day component to, to canine diabetes, as far as insulin is concerned, we needed to provide veterinarians with a, a step-by-step guide for how do they start those patients and how do they sustain that treatment in terms of monitoring, uh, dose titration, and expectations to ultimately successfully regulate the dog and get them back on track. So the guide is a, an essential piece uh, for the veterinarian. And as always, for all of our products at Beringer Ingelheim, we have an outstanding group of uh, veterinarians and veterinary technicians on our technical support line. So they are always available to talk with uh, veterinarians at, uh, on any of our products. And certainly, uh, ProZinc is, is uh, no exception. 
Wonderful. I mean, this is such a complicated and involved disease. I'm so glad to hear about all the resources available to make it easier to manage where possible. And as we wrap up, is there any safety information we should be aware of when using Prozinc? Absolutely. So Prozinc is for use in dogs and cats only. It has to be kept out of the reach of children. Uh, animals that are presenting with ketoacidosis, anorexia, lethargy, and or vomiting should first be stabilized with a shorter-acting insulin and its appropriate supportive therapy until their condition has stabilized. As with any insulin products, careful patient monitoring for hypoglycemia and hyperglycemia is essential to attain and maintain adequate glycemic control and to prevent any associated complications. The overdose of an insulin can result in profound hypoglycemia and even death. The most common adverse reactions are lethargy, anorexia, hypoglycemia, vomiting, seizures, diarrhea, ataxia, and we see shaking sometimes in dogs. Many of these adverse reactions, such as lethargy, seizures, dogs shaking, and ataxia are associated with hypoglycemia. Progestogen and glucocorticoid use should also be avoided with, uh, concurrently with Prozinc. Uh, and the safety and effectiveness of Prozinc in kittens, puppies, or breeding pregnant and lactating animals has not been evaluated. Prozinc is contraindicated during episodes of hypoglycemia and in animals sensitive to protamine zinc recombinant human insulin or any of the other ingredients in Prozinc. And you can get the full prescribing information, of course, at the website, prozinc.us. And that's it. Fantastic. Thank you again, Dr. Beckett, for being with us. We truly appreciate your time. I look forward to getting the word out about all of this great information about Prozinc and the additional options we have when managing diabetes. Thank you so much. I'm certainly the one that appreciates uh, getting the opportunity. Yes, we absolutely are excited about our uh, product um, available for canine diabetes. And as I mentioned before, prozinc.us, plenty of good information there. And uh, I also do wish that our paths, paths cross again soon. So thank you very much as well. Take care. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Beckett. And thank you to Beringer Ingelheim for sponsoring this event. If you'd like to find more episodes like this, click on the education tab on the Vetfolio website. As always, we'd love to hear your input on this session, as well as ideas for topics you'd like to hear from us in the future. Feel free to reach out to me at dvm at vetfolio.com. You can also visit my Facebook page at Dr. Cassie DVM, and you can find me on LinkedIn. And remember, if one animal is better off because of you today, it's a great day.